Welcome back to another episode of The Lunch Session. I'm your host, Ricardo Chavez, and uh, I'm joined by Sancho. Hey, say, say what's up, Sancho. What's up, luncher? <laughs> yeah, we're lunching today. Uh, lunch Thanks. session. As you know, this is our... Uh, lunch about... fight. <laughs> What'd <ahead>. you say? <laughs> we're eating and lunching on ideas and fun and... Squid, right? We're gonna lunch on squid. <laughs> exactly. We are gonna be lunching on squid today. Uh, typically, we uh, we take about thirty minutes of your day. We just talk about random bullshit you won't care about next week. Although this time you may care about what we have to talk about next week, but we'll see. Maybe not. Um, before we start, shout out to Donald Trump. When he <laughs> <That's right. laughs> shout out, shout out to Donald Trump, dude. When he when he called Joe Biden sleepy Joe Biden, I was like, oh, you an asshole. I'm like, you you jerk. That's just out of bounds. That's uncalled for. And then I started and then I started hearing about how he's falling asleep in front of the media during these big conferences. And then I saw this video, and this this like this kind of freaked me out a little bit, but I know it's also taken out of context. Um, but there's this video of him when he's like 30 years old, Sancho. And he's, you know, he's asked some some difficult question. I, mean, I can't remember the question at this point, but he's asked him a question and he's eloquent and you can just tell he's a sharp guy. And then they ask him something now as he's a current president and he's just like, <sighs> I, I mean, you know, and that was just like it. That was just what it was. And it was just, you could just tell he was just one tired ass motherfucker. He just he was like, I do not want to be up here. I don't think I even want to be president anymore. Why am I why am I up here right now? That's just what his demeanor looks like. So that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, he's just old. I mean, that's just age. He's just, he's just an old dude. He wants to be in his rocking chair, man. He wants to read to his grandkids. Why are we forcing him to run this crazy ass country? Oh well. So we gotta talk about squid games. Yes, <laughs> that is. We we absolutely have to talk about Squid Games. That first of all, let me just say this. Let me say this um, for people who don't watch uh, foreign media because of subtitles. You can. See, I mean, you are certainly missing out on some of these TV shows that they have out here, um, Korea especially. You may not like the stories from some of these Korean like uh, media companies. They may be goofy. There's a lot of love stories, so I think it's you know, it's all it's all goofy, but uh, the cinematography is I think some of the best in the world that I've ever seen. Um, I can't think of many like directors who I've sat there and just gone, "Holy crap, this is just filmed so well, it's gonna grab my attention." I fall asleep through most movies I see in the theaters, um, but Korean cinematography I think is some of the best in the world. I don't know. Anyways, I'm rambling at this point. Uh, Squid Games. What, I want to start off with, first of all, because I asked Lauren this when we were watching this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're talking about these people who are... Uh, wait, should we provide context before we get into yeah, this deep discussion? Yeah, let's get this deep dive. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm ready to deep dive. Is it a game where you eat squid the fastest wins? I think that's... <laughs> Something like that. It's, it's close. Um, real quick, for anybody who is interested in watching this show, uh, you're going to get hit with some mean spoilers. Spoiler um, alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You've heard it once. If you don't, uh, if you don't want to have this show spoiled, then, uh, you know, mute it. Don't turn us off. We need the views. Uh, so we're, we're set in modern day Korea. And we're, uh, we follow the story of this one guy who is addicted to gambling. But long story short, you find out that he is nearly a billion uh, one in debt, um, which is a lot, and essentially, and he has no way of paying it back, and he's also being chased by loan sharks until he gets invited to play a game um, that have the highest stakes, where if you lose or if you fail, you get killed, but if you win, you are rich beyond your wildest dreams. Uh, you win forty-five billion, forty-five point forty-five point six billion one. It's around $30 billion. Which is around how much? Around $38 million. Which is, which is around $38 million U.S. dollars. Yeah. Which I think is actually, that's actually good that you converted it because that adds some additional context. And so 
the point of this uh, of why this thing is called Squid Game is you these contestants they get 256 total contestants and they have they play six games spread throughout six days. Each game is more deadly than the last. Each game is actually more vicious than the last. Where uh, the earlier games you kind of die by chance, but the later games you're I would say you're almost incentivized to uh, to sabotage your teammates or to sabotage the other members that are competing um, to the point where you got to kill them. And so let's talk. Let's let's dive into it, man. Because I was asking Lauren, I was like, let's say let's say you have you know this. Let's say you have all this debt in front of you, right? Well, what do you do? What do you realistically do? If, you, if you're looking at, all right, right now, Sancho, through a series of unfortunate decisions and stupidity on your part, for whatever reason, now you're looking at $100 million in debt. And, and you're convinced somebody's willing to take your leg off to at least recoup some of that. What do you do? Would you, would you play this game? Uh, I probably wouldn't. I guess it. Rationally, it's kind of stupid if you know you're kind of escaping a chance of getting killed to basically almost kind of guaranteed to be killed, right? That's like one out of 456 is gonna live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll never play it, I never play it. Just not I'll find you know, file bankruptcy, I'll find a way, you know, like try to I don't know, look at my options, but I'd rather do it in the real world than in this stupid ass like prison, you know, <laughs> like why would I be in this prison, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Squid Games. It was. Wait, hold on. Let me hold on. Let me push back on that. Let me push back on that because you just say okay. you know it's as simple as filing bankruptcy. Yeah. Obviously, in this Korean world, that's not an option, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we that's an option in the U.S. Which, yeah. by the way, I will say this: I, I uh, apparently there are people who do off themselves, um, because they have like I think I've heard like medical debt like crazy medical debt or something or just crippling debt. So like people still, you know, people still, even in the U S they still will kill themselves. Um, but you know, they're in Korea and it, it doesn't seem like that's an option is what I'll say. Um, I don't know why, but based on his situation. So let's just say you can't, you can't file for bankruptcy and similar to what their story and similar to what they did in the show. Right. Cause they were brilliant. They were like, Listen, you can leave if you want. If the majority of you want to leave, then feel free to go. And certainly they voted for it, right? Yeah. But how many came back? What was it, like 84%? They came back because they went back to the real world. Because you're saying, I, would, you know, I wouldn't play this game because it's stupid, something like that. But what we're talking about is people who are literally at the end of their rope. You have no options in front of you, and the only thing, like, the only thing you can see is the fact that you have debt you'll never pay off. Yeah, I mean, I, I will still never play. <laughs> <laughs> you still never play? For me, it's like, it's a death sentence going in there. You know, like, you know, I would rather, like, live and be in debt and try to figure out a way to do it in the real world than basically kill myself. Because going into that game is basically killing myself. You know, that's basically it. I mean, the only reason the main guy won in the end because he has plot armor, so... I mean, yes, that is true. Yes, that is true. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, because well, here's 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 where it's difficult, right? Mm -hmm. I'm an accountant. As accountants, we go, how the fuck do you get that much in debt? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as people who deal with money all the time, you're just like, what are you doing? Oh, I, we have friends who are in debt. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, we have friends and we look at them crazy. And but but let's be real though. I mean, that's that doesn't that doesn't compare to millions, right? Yeah. We're talking about a, a sum that can be paid off um, within your lifetime, absolutely. As opposed to you well, knowing that just, you'll like, never pay this shit off. Huh? There, a lot of actual gambling, you know. Like yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 that's what it seemed like. That's like accumulated. It's just like a one night thing where, like, I bet this much money, and now he's in so much debt. Yeah, so, it's it's years of uh, bad decisions coming to coming to weigh you down or coming to get you. Yeah, I think a lot of them were just like you know they're just living, and and that's a thing, and I think that's like the concept behind it. 
you know, why like spoiler alert, right? Can I talk about it now? Who's behind all of this, right? Or is that something we want to say a little bit? Uh, nah, don't don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it completely. Don't but ruin let's it completely. The reason why this all of these things is being done because I think they're they're kind of taking like people who are worthless quotation mark anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like because even if like say even if they make they get out and they you know like where I said you mentioned it I'm an accountant you're an accountant we both like kind of think rationally in terms of our finances and things like that but even these people are probably just they just don't think that way because like what is something it's all about what you said earlier it's all about decisions and how you do it so it doesn't matter if they get like some money back they're just gonna gamble it away anyway and they're gonna lose it again you know so it is That's like true. so it is it is really the people who are you know, like the guy who was, I'm really a proud Filipino, right? Like the, he was being hunted by Filipino gangs, right? Mm. He, he lost it in like a Filipino, you know, like, and he's just willing to like just kill people. So they, these are people who are not really mentally rational or, you know, or right. They're just, they're going to die anyway in the outside world. Well, I think you know? one said it best. They saw, they saw degenerate gamblers. I mean, exactly, the degenerate, there you go, degenerate gamblers. So I think that's why all this, like the people behind the Squid Games, are like, well, they're gonna die in the outside world anyway. Might as well like have this entertainment as they die. Yeah, exactly. It's kind yeah. of like those these people behind it. They're justifying their their actions. You know, mm-hmm. they're like these people are already dead. Like, you know. Yeah. Really you know. So. I yeah no I'm following you. I mean yeah. I you know. I don't know, man. I th- I think ultimately, I don't think I would. I don't think I would do it. Talk um, about. I want to talk a little about the just the film itself, right? I mean, you mentioned about the cin- cinematography. Oh yeah, dude! How and beautifully it's, shot it was. I agree. It's just a wonderfully made movie. Just the plot. Uh, the acting was really good. The quality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it was just how just how they kind of like. The, how the, how it was done it's just like it's like a masterpiece no you it know? was yeah with, it's with the side plot with the cop you know and also like the you know remember every every game the main that's what I'm saying he has plot armor right like mm-hmm. every single one of them he literally escapes at like at the last minute mm-hmm. yeah so I know yeah I know and you know he will you know he will I thought and see that's the thing that's the only thing I, I'll say um, it's it was it was like other than one big thing, which funnily enough, that big thing that you didn't want to reveal as to the you know the person running it up from behind, mm-hmm. I predicted that, but on a whim, completely on a whim. It, it wasn't man; it was backed by nothing. It was solely backed, not that not that you know this person was running it, but that this person hadn't been killed. You know, we, we'll spoil that much. I won't say who it is, but I I was like, hey, I don't think he's dead. That's what I said. Uh, after, after the, after, uh, you know, he was supposedly killed. I was, I, I was like, no, nah, there's no way he's dead. But only because I didn't want him to be. Because I was like, honestly, oh, he, he went out. That was so fucked up how he went out. Well, like we had the spoiler alert already. Yeah, we had a spoiler alert, so we at least won't say who who the names are. Uh, even but if you, we spoil the thing. I mean, I guess I really want to discuss like the twist in the end. Uh, All right, discuss it. Just discuss it. Just... So okay, so. Eventually, the they were found out when you know, of course, the main character kind of won. I was like, is this gonna be like Game of Thrones? They're gonna kill the main character, or is he gonna win in the end? Well, it's a classic hero tale. He won in the end, mm-hmm. right? Everybody else died, of course. Yes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was like, it was just kind of, and then we found out that his the old guy, like his best friend in the in the show, was there for him to die. And he was, I, I was really sh- like when he died in the games, right? Because they were mm-hmm. like, it's a game they were paired off together. Mm-hmm. And who, like, they have to kill each other basically. Like, whoever loses the game of marbles, like, gets killed. Yeah, he went out. Like, my, my, uh, I don't know, the like, oh, like, it's like a way, you know, epic way to like to die, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw like the twist, I was like, what? Like, he's still alive, and apparently, he's orchestrating the whole thing. Yeah, but, and that was, I think, that is like one of the biggest things with the show the, the last conversation with those two, right? about humanity remember at the end he was like let's make a bet like that homeless mm-hmm. is gonna die in anyway mm-hmm. right and yeah that homeless person is like those people right? they're gonna die in the streets anyway like he's gonna bet that no one's gonna help them right right but 
people are just naturally naturally self-centered and greedy mm-hmm. you know? and, that, and I think that's why like the main character I guess is distinguishing trade as compared to the, a lot of the other people there he was actually like you know the guy who actually has a heart and cares about mm-hmm. people he was never a bad guy yeah the entire story yeah but I mean so what do you think about that like do you think people are just I think that is like the biggest question to show like the first one do you think people are naturally like greedy like they're, they they want the money or they're willing to like in order for them to live they're willing to kill someone else or do you think we actually are naturally or have at least have the capacity to be selfless like you know like I'm willing if I'm in the situation with the two people I'll just let you live and I'll just die right in that game mm-hmm. like you know where like we kind of have that survival instinct of like maybe it, it boils down to the question maybe like we think people were willing to kill than to be killed or they rather to like just die instead of killing. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a, yeah, I definitely think this is one of those kind of complex questions. So one of the things you said was survival instinct, which was important because, you know, people are inherently selfish because they're it's, it's, you want to survive. It's, it's self-preservation. So you need to be selfish. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, you can say you're selfish if you would rather you survive than the person in front of you. You can absolutely say that's selfish, but that's completely natural, right? Every part of your body is going to scream against you. If you if, if you go, man, I'm going to take a, you know, a gun for somebody or a bullet for somebody. Yeah. You know, your, your instincts, you know, you may do it and you may force your body to move and, and take that bullet, but your natural sense of instinct, like your natural sense of self-preservation is going to go, fuck, you got to run, you know, because there's a, there's a motherfucker with a gun around. So I don't, so saying that's selfish, I will agree, absolutely, but, you know, it's based on the fact that people are trying to survive. So now, but you did ask, you know, further, further from, is it selfish, is are people inherently greedy? And, or or do people have a sense of uh, self-sacrifice that they're, you know, they're willing to do? I think it's, I think most people can do both. Um, I think people are most selfish when they're able to remove themselves from the situation. I mean, let's, you know, let's, let's take the most basic things. I'm talking to you through an iPhone, right? And there's criticisms on Apple on how, the, uh, how, they, how they're able to make their supplies, right? Uh, through forced labor and shit like that. So... I'm able, you know, and you could say that's selfish. Like, how, how can you do that when people are suffering in order for you just to enjoy that? But it's, it's much easier because I'm so far removed from the situation. So in, the, in that kind of case, if, if you're not trying to get to know these people well and you kind of remove yourself, if you, if you keep these people essentially as NPCs in your life, right, then it's easy to be greedy. And I think people are able to do that more easily. But when you know someone and you've established some sort of relationship, I don't, I, I think there's still, I think people absolutely have the capacity to still hurt you and be selfish, right? Because people still do that even to their family. You, you know, you hear about people even stealing from their family. Uh, but it's less likely to occur. So I guess to answer your question in a nutshell, it really depends on the context. I will say, I think people's natural inclination is to be greedy especially when uh, you consider the fact that most people are just able to kind of remove themselves or compartmentalize, you know, these, these matters in their lives. Like we, you know, we engage in activities that fuck up people's lives all the time, you know, or that makes people's lives harder, but we don't see it. So we don't have to care. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So. Definitely, I would actually, actually, after I watched Squid Game, I don't know if you've seen this movie too. There's another movie called The Platform. Have we heard of that? that oh, uh, yeah, that, that that movie was insane. I saw yeah, that you movie. That awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk a little bit about that too. It's very similar to Squid Game. You know, it just feels like the people in the top, they take more, they're more greedy, and then like people in the exactly. bottom. Would you eat your roommate? Would you eat your what? <laughs> in this platform, if you're in the, like the 200 floor, are you going to eat your roommate? <laughs> You may have to eat that. You may have to eat your roommate. Yeah. I, what got me is I never understood like what what caused these people to be like these insane murderers, right? 
Um, so, so to provide context for the platform, it's a very straightforward uh, story. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Uh, there are three hundred. There are three hundred plus floors, right? And yeah. in between them, there's a uh, there's a a, a floating yeah a platform that houses or sorry a platform that carries a ton of food on it. And the idea is that each floor is, is supposed to grab enough to keep them full, and uh, and it keeps going. It's supposed to feed everyone. What happens, of course, naturally, is that the people who start on the first floor. They eat their fill and everyone continues to eat their fill and the food runs out till about the 60th floor, the 70th floor. And then from then on, now you're kind of scrounging for bones and eventually you go to kill your, uh, you go to uh, kill your, 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 uh, what is it? Your roommate or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, because you're, yeah, because you're so hungry. And the idea is that you stay on each floor for about 30 days and so people try their best to starve themselves for as long as they can, but sometimes it gets to the point where you need to consume something, so you turn into a uh, cannibal. Yeah. So I think that movie was a little more intense than Squid Game. I definitely think it was more intense because it was more gory. Um, the basic story, or sorry, the basic question that the show was looking to ask is, um, can people, I think, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you said, can people be? Is it possible for people to uh, not be so greedy? You know, I I'm, it's, yeah. I, I can't think of a, way, a better way to say it. Um, it's it's a it's a critic of uh, capitalism, and socialism. So like, mm-hmm. you know, in in, so in capitalism, you know, the mm-hmm. people at the top are like rich people. The poor are basically die. Well, the bottom are dying, right? Because mm-hmm. you know that's kind of how it is, right? Let, let's look at like the ninety nine percent, one percent kind of thing, right? But then again, there were also it was also a critic of communism and socialism because remember the main character, they try they started trying to do, do communism and dis- redistribute the wealth, right? Mm-hmm. You see, but then people don't want to do it, so they ended up killing a bunch of people, right? So they, if you think about it, in history, that's what happened in communism, right? They ended up killing a bunch of people too, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's just really shows that it's really mm-hmm. that thinking really deep about that. I mean, it really shows like the the systems don't work, but actually it can work if the people actually like. I think capitalism is a really good system, the best system, if let's say the people on the top chose to just eat enough. Yeah, right? but here's the thing: you only yeah. need one. You know, the, I mean, this thing is inherent, right? Across any any culture, you're always going to find that guy or or girl, right? Especially nowadays, 2021, you got to give it up to the ladies. Uh, who are willing to put in those hundred-hour weeks to to achieve a level of success that most of us are only willing to put? You know what I mean? Like most of us are willing yeah. to only do forty-hour weeks, right? Uh, but there are people who have no problem. In fact, they think it's absolutely normal to work sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred in pursuit of higher goals, higher achievements. So, you know, it needs to, you know, like when you say it takes it takes uh, people just adhering to the system, right, to not be greedy. I mean, one that'll always be impossible because it's only ever going to take just one person to not adhere to it to fuck it all up. Um, yeah. The power of a person who is deeply committed to get, taking all the resources for himself and is competent enough to do it, they'll absolutely do it. I, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they're selfish. So it's it's one of those reasons why communism will never work because you'll never. It only work for so long, is what I'll say. It'll only work for so long because eventually. There's going to be someone who wants to come in who's going to want to consume all the resources that they can and uh, hoard all the resources that they can despite what the system is and what the system and is I, supposed I was, to be. I was thinking deeply about it today, you know, mm-hmm. knowing it's going to be our topic. You know, it's like at the end of the day, I always look at the bottom line, like the big picture. It's really the system. You know, it reminded me of the, you know, you've seen Hamilton, right? You know, the, the I have not. So, okay, there's a song in Hamilton where, like, so before the most people and the most power is in the plantations, right? Thomas Jefferson in the South, right? Here in the U.S. And then Alexander Hamilton created Wall Street, basically, like the system that we have now. And the, and that's when they're having the debate whether to create it or not. Is when Jefferson said, you know, like, you know, we're in the South, we create, you just, and then you in the New York, you know, you just want to move our money around. Yeah. Right? And if you really think about it, so we are in that system now with the moving money around, you know, with the stock market, people buying stocks, 
you know, sell, sell low, buy high, kind of all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the most rich people are making the money, right? And mm-hmm. like, but money around, if you think about it, right? All you're doing is moving money around. Yep. But at the end of the day, what we really need to survive as human beings is food, you know, which is not, you don't have food in Wall Street. It's just a bunch of, and it's not even paper. Cause like, if, I don't know if you heard about this, but all the money in the world right now, it's, it's not even existing bills. Yeah, it's, it's all digital. Like, it's, it's all digital dig- currency. Yeah, yeah. It's all algorithm. It's all yeah. like it's computers. Yeah. Think about it. We're in a system where like the farmers, the one that actually matters for our human survival, are getting the less like money, but then the people who are the most powerful are actually doesn't actually provide much value. No, absolutely that. not. You can't you can't convince me that uh that an investment banker, unfortunately, I mean, you know, shout out to all the investment bankers out there. Uh, yeah. you can't convince me that they provide more value to the general world than, um, you know, we can even be as, as simple as, as a farmer, you know? Yeah. They're it's, the most, they're, food. you're right. They do supply our food, you know, things like that. They, they're actually producing goods. Um, it's, it's, I think the best, the best, the closest thing I've ever seen to it that I think perfectly describes like the valuelessness of like an investment banker, like these guys, these guys that you talk about, essentially these, I, I'm going to say white collar just to generalize them. Um, oh, but, we are in- but I mean, we're in that, but I'm totally just generalizing just because I'm not going to say and list a bunch of jobs, right? I'm just going to say white collar, if you will. Um, what was it? Uh, in Wolf of Wall Street, when they, when uh, uh, Jordan Belford, he was first learning about uh like in investments from uh, 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 who's that guy who drives the Lincoln? Matthew McConaughey. There he is from Matthew McConaughey's character. He's like, dude, it's all fairy. It's all dust in the air. It doesn't exist. It's not real. Like it's it's like you're right. I mean, we deal with things that I mean, it's it's this it's thing. real because it's in front of us. I mean, but it's all digital. It's 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 not. You know what I'm saying? It's not like like you know what Joker said, right? We live in a society. Yeah, exactly. But the society is just really rigged towards like those people who don't really provide value and rig against the people who provide value, like the janitors and all yeah. those. They're yeah. actually actually doing the real value. Yeah. And it, it it's it is cre- it's really crazy. And then as for us, I mean I consider ourselves like middle class. Like we're kinda like just doing our role, you know, being accountants and, mm-hmm. and stuff. But at the end of the day, you just look at the platform, at the end of the day, what matters is food. Right, yeah. but it's like well, we are food. We are healthy, and we are doing all this. We we have like the enough resources to get food. Mm-hmm. But then the the people who are like providing food are you know I mean it's like we all have different industries. You need doctors, you know, and it's just like yeah, we we definitely live in a society. But it's like, but in order to get ahead, you need to be in the right place, right? Yeah, absolutely. Not, place but you know i mean like think about like 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 my fiance right it's a teacher she doesn't make a lot of money as a teacher but she's very happy like helping the kids you know and all those things but then again you can we can just quit our jobs right now and work for wall street and possibly make more money trading and all those things but then how is our quality of life gonna be but then again we'll probably have like more money to like buy more food and you know what are we gonna do in our life you know i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like I don't know. It's just the system. That's kind of how, how it is, and you gotta just be in, in where you need to be and you want to be, and just how you live your life, you know. But at the end of the day, it's really like what you're saying earlier. It's people dying out there every day, and they're like, and it's it's very unfortunate that we, but we don't know that because we don't know we don't have a personal relationship with them. Now we're so removed. Yeah, like we are living on the in the real life platform, right? Mm-hmm. Like what floor are we in you know like we might be a little getting a little bit of scrap from the top but that's like, true yeah. a lot. and that's what the crazy but here's the thing now here's the thing i i i i can understand the uh comparison to the platform but what i will say is i think and maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm giving us more credit than uh than i should but do you think, and, and you know, I, let, let's say you, for instance, mm-hmm. um, do you think, like when you when you got when you got your new job, right? We won't go in detail whether this. I think we've, whatever. Who cares? Uh, but when you got your new job, 
you weren't thinking I need to get, you weren't thinking selfishly. You were just thinking, I want to be paid what's, what's, what's fair, right? What makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's the general public. Yeah. Right. They're just like, listen, I, you know, I'm not trying to take from people's mouths, but uh, I just want to be paid what's fair. Mm-hmm. And the the point with that, the platform show is like, these people took way more than, you know, these people took excess. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think, so, so for me, you know, it was like everyone at the top took excess. And maybe that is, you know, maybe that is accurate because all the people at the top take so much excess. And, uh, but I was going to say, I mean, I feel like most people, what they want is just what they think is fair uh, for, for the amount of work that they put in. If you I, don't think really about- think, I don't really think most people are really thinking in terms of, I don't care if I'm taking from people's mouths. They're just thinking like, um, I just want, you know what I mean? Like, I just want what's fair. But I guess being in, in, in being removed, right? That, that's why we don't talk about our salaries. In being removed, we don't know that we're taking from people's mouths. I mean, that's a thing. It's really like, what is what do we really need? Like going back to the platform thing, right? How mm-hmm. much do we need to eat? Like to be honest, our, we don't need more than what we have now. I feel like we would still, you know, as long as we have enough money for rent, enough money for like a house, or you know, we have enough, you know, enough. We have the needs, right? Like just mm-hmm. food, food, and like shelter. Yeah. Once of that, it's like then we move the platform around, right? Yeah. With more but then again but we want more you know maybe we want like a vacation some you know we can go mm-hmm. to Europe and all those things and then we take more from the platform mm-hmm. but I mean, but, then, I, but then you know some people are like i want big houses too it's not like yeah. shelter it's like it's like shelter is one thing right shelter could be a couch in the woods sorry a couch in the woods a tent in the woods yeah. or it could be a 16 house mansion with a six six door garage and a fucking indoor pool you know what i yeah. mean so it's like but honestly, do you want that house? Hell no. Really? But I've never wanted that type of house. No. I feel like we talked about this in the past. I've never... So I've had it both, right? I think uh, at the beginning of the podcast, one of the things I said is I've kind of... I uh, grew up like in, in the hoods of D.C. And then I was very, very fortunate enough to grow up in the uh, suburbs of Maryland. Um, uh, and so I got to see both sides of it. I got to see what affluence did look like. And I got to see... What it was like to be broke. Um, I won't say broke, but uh, I got to see what it was like to just live in the hood. Mm-hmm. And I having a big house was dope, right? Having a big room is amazing. I, I'm not gonna say I, I have a big room in my in my house now. I have a very sizable room, and I'm I'm ecstatic about it. But I have everything I need at this point. Like the house, like you, you've seen the house I bought. I uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm flexing on the podcast. Yeah. And you've been there. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll do that. Whatever. We'll talk about it off the podcast. But uh, okay. <laughs> my house, my house, this is, this is, this is going to be the biggest size I'll ever need for a house mm-hmm. ever. Like, I don't, I don't need excess because I've, I've never, I've been comfortable on, in both scenarios, right? I've, I've, what is it? I've, I won't say I've been comfortable, but I've made a, uh, comfortable environment in both kind of uh settings so it's like i i can deal with uh not having too much so no when i when i think of it like a 16 house mansion 16 house mansion 16 uh room mansion i think to be honest with you bro i think that's gross i think as you know if you want to have it as like an architectural beauty like somebody just wants to make that because they it's architectural thing and somebody wants to buy that go for it but for me i'm like that's too much it's unnecessary um, and so that's how I think. I think I don't think in excess. I don't think I need much to be happy, or I know I don't need much to be happy. So I guess I assume most people think that. But I mean, let's be real. Most people want. Most people want to live the Instagram life, though, right? Yeah. Maybe I mean, want the excess. Well, maybe. Well, hold on. Let's, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Hold on. Hold on. Real quick. Let me ask you this because you've met a lot of people, especially foreign foreign peoples. Do you think this is American mentality? I feel like it's more of an American or maybe Western mentality where well, it's, you know, people, people, huh? it's it's just people. You think it's so? Just, yeah, it's like I mean, everybody wants like that private jet and big house and everything. You know, a lot of and that's what I say. Everyone except you and 
it's good because it, it I, now don't, I don't I don't know man I just don't I, I just don't believe that I don't right? believe I don't believe everybody wants to private jet and the big house I th- I just don't believe that I think some people just want to be happy some people and whatever and that looks like a lot of people you know there's like people like you who are just satisfied with what you have but there's a, there's a good amount of people and that's why they're like you said they're working 100 hours a week and all those things exactly they, yeah. they exactly. want to get to that well, you know what I mean. Speaking of people, yeah. Speaking of, uh, what'd you say? Get to the Super Bowl? No, like LeBron level, you know, like oh. LeBron. Jet. But anyway, I want to say I want to bring up a little, a really good point. Was like, you know, we compare these two shows that you know, movie and a show we're discussing. I honestly think, you know, the platform, the people in the below levels, those are the people who join the Squid Games. But yeah. if you remember, in the platform, they're already dead. In the below levels, mm-hmm. right? So if you think about it, like those people in the Squid Games, like especially probably the gangster guy, right? If he didn't join the Squid Game, he would be dead anyway. He'd be killed by the Filipino gang in like a week. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? So that's the reason why, like for me, rationally, I'm not going to join it because I know it's a death sentence. Right. Right? Well, you know, if if I'm not going to die, you know, and like the guy, right? Remember the the main character? They were basically about to kill him. The lawyer yeah. was about to kill him, right? So. For them, the reason they decided to go back is I'm already dead. Yeah. Might like have this one chance of getting of not being, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for them, it's rational to go to the Squid Games because outside I'm dead. Here, I have a one of four hundred fifty six chance of not being dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I and I think that I do think they show that really, really well. Um, yeah. The second episode, that's what uh, my fiance was telling me. Yeah. First episode for her, she didn't like it. You know, you know, my fiance, she likes flowers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the endings, but you know, like this for her, the sec the worst episode was the second episode because it showed it was realistic. Mm-hmm. Like well, I mean, we don't know if Squid Game's happening for real, probably not, you know. But the second episode was real. You know, when they went out, right? And they went back to their real lives and it yeah. showed that outside the squid games was worse than like being in the squid games yeah see then that's what i think that was what i was trying to get at a little bit earlier and i just don't think i did a good job of it but the point i was trying to make is like what if you are completely convinced you have no other options right like could you do it that's why that's why i kept illustrating the point of like what if you're like billions or millions of dollars in debt yeah right and and i you know i i think i said uh and you know you think people are coming after you right to take limbs or whatever is necessary to recoup some of that money back so like that's my thing mm-hmm. it's easy for us to go yeah man i don't think we do it because you know america we got bankruptcy you know we got you know you is we're relying on bankruptcy i don't even know how bankruptcy works from being honest with you but uh we assume bankruptcy will, 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 will be enough but like what if you got no options like i said what if that's the only thing you think about you wake up in the morning you go i got three million dollars of debt and i got no way to i got no I do not have these skills to pay this off in my lifetime. What what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And that's like your only thought. It makes sense to go there because, like you, I mean, like because they titled it appropriately. They titled it "Hell." I mean, you're talking about hell on earth. Yeah, that was that. Was, that you know, that's that's, that's the, telling you this is so wonderfully made. Like, yeah, you know, if you think about it, like, why is the title of this episode "Hell"? Like, there's yeah. no there's no fire or devils or whatever, but like. Life. Yeah, they li- yeah. life is hell. This their life that they're living is hell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is true. I mean, it is. It is really a really great show, and it really makes mm-hmm. you think a lot of both these things. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is. Yeah, it makes me really. I mean, feel guilty in a way that the fact that I'm not in that situation. You know, I mean, a lot of it really, if you think about it, it's just where were we born? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I will say, I mean, you know, you got some people that did make bad decisions, right? Like you had the guy who he he fought the Squid Game with at the end. I mean, he yeah. was six billion won in debt because of uh, like bad investments that he made and tried to cover up and shit like that. Financial. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a guy, you know, literally went to hard Korea. So exactly, he went to the yeah. I was about to say he was like uh, he went to the best school of Korea. He was considered the treasure of this neighborhood, apparently. Because yeah. uh, he was supposed to be so accomplished, you know, it's 
it can happen to anyone. I think that was I think that was brilliant that they had a character like him where they're like, this can happen to anyone. Yeah, if you think about it, it's like I think that's really what's amazing about the show too. Like they really have a strong character development for each of them. Mm-hmm. Like my fiance, you know, I keep quoting her with this. She told me that she she hated the main character and she hated she hated the most is that financial guy because yeah. both of them I was talking about in the beginning and uh, in the beginning a few moments ago talking about being dealt with a bad hand, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't really dealt with a bad hand because right. like. I like the financial guy. Like I said, he went to like Korean Harvard or whatever, right? He he just he just fucked up by basically his greed, right? Well, the the main character, he was generally a nice person, but he has a gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. Remember in the beginning, he has all this money and he just gambled it. Mm-hmm. You know, like was like you know he has able body, like he could just go to work and you know he just I mean it, he remind I don't know about you, but he remind me of some of my family members, some of my some of my friends who are like in a good situation, but like. They're just like, they're just fa- not making the rational decision, right? Yeah. They're just their their passions, you know. What they, and that's what the main character kind of represents, because that's what he is, right? He's generally a nice person, but he's not doing the best decisions with his life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But then, but then again, but when my fiance said what he really feels bad, and that's what I was talking about, just being born in the wrong situation, was the North Korean girl, and also the Pakistani guy. Right? Yeah. They didn't do anything bad in their life. They didn't do any bad decisions. They're doing the best way they can live, right? But the girl was mm-hmm. just in Korea. Yeah. Defected, you know, and now she's trying to bring her her parent, her mom and her brother. And then and then the, the Pakistani guy is literally it hits home. He's just an immigrant, right? He's, he's an immigrant. And he's, he's just, just an immigrant. Yeah, he survive, right? Yeah, he's an immigrant who's being exploited. Yeah. Which I think he- is an, which I think is like a it's you know. Again, speaking on the brilliance of that, I mean that that touches ugh, that touches on like yeah, things I you mean, hear about here. I mean, like let, let's be real. If you're if you're and the I think the assumption was that he was also was he illegal? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think the tough. assumption is he illegal, right? If you're an illegal, you know, if you're an illegal immigrant, and I'm getting and now because I think about if you go one by one by those characters, like the lady who was like the gangster, right? The doctor. Mm-hmm. They, Going is a real people, you know. I mean, they're fake people, of course, but this is like right. representation of real. I people. know these these can be totally real stories. I mean, like the main character. This is a guy we we read about this all in the uh, kind of like the Midwest, where you know he was uh, what is it? He worked at a uh, what do you work? He worked at like a, a assembly shop, right? Yeah, English shop, yeah, something like something that. Like that. And then they laid him off, and it's just like this is what's happening in like the Midwest, exactly. Like, yeah. Or like like especially in Michigan or Detroit, where all these uh auto factories where they went down and stuff like that like yeah these are friends these are family members exactly these are all normal people who and and let's be real man uh, you know I, I i will put money that some of the most uh traumatic experiences in your life is losing a job i would yeah. I, I bet that's like top five is losing your job so you got you know so like you go into a mindset of somebody who's just like holy shit i am 40 years old right supposed to be fully entrenched in my career and now I don't have a job and I don't have any uh, marketable skills. That's a fucking tough pill to swallow. That's yeah. like, and, and like you could, you could see why like and, and at that point I you know you start to I still think gambling you know I still if you're a degenerate gambler I, I, it's hard for me to have sympathy for you but I can start to understand why you start to resort to bullshit like that. You yeah. Know, you, you're just like I just need I, you know I'm trying to make something happen. Yeah, and just the way that you know these people start dying one by one, and it's like, in the way they it happens, right? I mean, I really feel bad for the North Korean girl, right? Because I, yeah. like, watching that, I was like, well, she's experiencing hell right now, but I think she's seen worse in North Korea. You know, like yeah. you can eyes. I was like, yeah, this is bad, but this is like every day in my life. You know what I mean? Like when she was in North Korea, right? Mm-hmm. And. And that that's just the crazy thing about like for us Westerners, we're like, oh wow, it's crazy. But then for her, like, well, that's that's like one o'clock in North Korea. Yeah. And this is how, you know, and that's why my fiance didn't really like it because kiss him. Uh, but this is this is so this is so real. Mm-hmm. It's like wonderfully made. It's just so real. Um, <laughs> you know, like the doctor, right? Like, I mean, he's a doctor, but he like. What he he made a mistake and he accidentally killed his patient or something. Yeah, that was his. He lost his license, right? He uh, he got sued. That's why he's broke because he has so much 
you know, he probably lost. Like, he has to pay so much money in, like, court fees and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Because that's yeah. how I was wondering. I was like, bro, can you imagine? I was like, can you imagine, like, all right, let, let, let's just, Sancho, let, let's just sit down. Let's have coffee. Mm-hmm. And let me, run, let me run this idea by you, right? You're going to play this game where over the span of six days, you have to play six life or death games, right? Mm-hmm. And in the middle of those games, every night, instead of getting some rest, you're harvesting organs from recently dead, uh, what is it, uh, uh, contestants who yeah. you've met and you see die next to you, by yeah. the way. And the only like guarantee you have on it is, oh, we'll tell you beforehand. <laughs> I'll tell you the game before yeah. uh, and there you go you should be good and it's just like bro yes. can you like, yeah that, that that side plot was ongoing and then you have the detective side plot you're just like oh wow like is, is this so I don't know yeah. just, you know, when definitely... did you figure when did you figure out that uh, the detective's brother was the uh, was that guy well when, when did he... you figure it out I don't know. I was like, I was wondering that the whole time. I was like, weren't he go? Where's his brother? Who's his brother? Oh, you legend, bro! I, mean, I, I, I assumed. I didn't. I, I'll say I assumed when he uh, realized his brother was a winner. When he found out his brother was a, a winner in like 2015, I, I was like, oh, I bet it's this main guy. There was I'll, a I'll put money. Hmm? I think it was too dark. I didn't read it. Or oh, I okay. No, I know that scene now. Remember, he was looking to it and he was shocked. And I was like, why was he shocked? I don't get it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, think, I think he read the, on some name, right? So mm-hmm. I guess I connect that that name was his brother. Right. Yeah, I think gotcha. That's, he read it. He was shocked. Yeah. Shock? Who's that person? <laughs> I, like, I, I didn't connect that that was his brother. No, so, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think his brother. I thought he was still looking for his brother or something. But, uh, no, I, and I also, I also thought, I was also connecting. You remember the guy just disappeared? His brother disappeared like two days ago, exactly the start of the game. Yeah. And he lived in a small ass apartment. So why would be the front man living in a small ass apartment? Well, he's got a, uh, well, see, that was, so that was why it was a, uh, that's why they did a good job of trying to conceal his identity. But I think the point was that he was never, because he was a billionaire, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, he's you know, so he's he, he certainly had the money, but I think the idea was that he was never going to live outside of his means. Plus, I mean, you could you you know you could say you see the same thing with the main character this time around, where he's so guilty yeah. of having one that uh, he didn't spend any money. So I, I wonder if it's a similar kind of thing where not. Uh, I mean, it's like participating. I mean, he's like the, yeah, that's true. How guilty can you be when you're shooting new contestants in the face? <laughs> You're yeah. <laughs> probably not that fucking sympathetic. Yeah, that's probably yeah. just like, he probably just did that so his family wouldn't know that he was doing all that stuff. So he did like a cover room that's or true. Something. Yeah, that's true. He probably had like a separate apartment in, in like the, the, the middle of Hong you know, the middle of Hong Kong, the middle of Korea or some shit like that. That was super sweet. Um so we can talk about as the second season, right? What do you think's gonna happen? What's your prediction here? Man. You know what? I think uh, so. So they're setting it up for him trying to take down the whole organization, right? That's that's what we're hearing, or that that's what it seems to be setting up. I assume my assumption is that he's gonna he's gonna. So we're gonna. I think we're gonna see two plot lines similar to what we saw last time, right? I think it's gonna be the part where he's able to infiltrate and he tries to bring it down from the inside, and then we also see the new like. Uh, branch, new branch, the new, uh, the new set of contestants, and yeah. uh, we're gonna watch them go through another series of deadly fucking things. Because that's the draw. It's these fucked up games. I mean, let's be real. We're sick people. We, you know, we, we, as sad as we are to see people who have to figure out whether glass is uh, tempered or not, and they have to fall to their death twenty yeah. feet below. As as hard as that is to watch, let me tell you what, Sancho, I didn't look away for a fucking second. That's how sick we are. So you know, so that's what I'm thinking is gonna happen. And I think he's I think it's I don't know, you know, depending on how many seasons they want to have, I'm assuming you know I think if they want to be dark and continue to stay dark, I think they kill him off and uh they just show the world like, hey, listen, 
you know, when you're when you're funded enough, we can do whatever the fuck we want, right? And and one of the things we can do is just kill this guy and get away with it. So yeah. I, you know, I think that'll be a well. Uh, it's please to think about it because it's not coming out till 2023. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. Wait, did they did they confirm it? Yeah, yeah. 2023 is when the second season's coming out. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, we have two years. Yeah, the two years. It's fucking forever. Man, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? Oh, Sancho, hold on, hold on. Two years, two years, two years. Let's, let's do two years from now. Two years from now, you are married for a year. Mm-hmm. You are deeply in your 30s, right? Now you're officially... Wait, and now you're like 32, right? No. Like How old is your old ass? How old is your old ass? 32, 30, right? You, you're 30, are, you, are you 30 right now? <laughs> Whatever, who cares? Yeah, apparently, apparently, you we gotta treat your age like you're like you're a woman. We can't ask you for your age, Sancho. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> it's not deeply. I just told you my age. I'll be 31. Not deeply, just entering. Oh shit, my bad. I thought you were turning okay. Whoops. I thought you were I thought you were gonna be 32. Um that's deep. That's two years but, in your 30s. That's deep. That's you deep. in it. You in it. <laughs> but 33 is not deep. When you say deep, I would think like you know you're deep into the woods. You're like 37, 38, 39. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I can understand. According to the experts, the next season's probably gonna be like uh you know uh they're gonna meet up the main character and the cop and they're all gonna they're both gonna like take down the organization. Yeah, I think that'll uh, be dope. Bottom line, I think either way, season two, three, or how long this show is, I think nothing's gonna beat this first season. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. That's why I said. If you know, and and if, if they will, if anything does beat it, they need to re, they need to have a second round of these games. They need it. Um, it will be a second round of these games, but it's not going to be the same because the the one of the reasons they make this this show is so powerful now is because of all the shock and twists. You know, I don't know about yeah. you. But I watched the first episode. I have no idea what it's about. I thought it's about a monster squid they're about to kill or something. But like, when I <laughs> I'm zero. I mean, I like it, right? It's like Parasite, right? You come in, we have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of like the best way to watch. I didn't even see the trailer, you know. I didn't see the trailer either. Yeah, yeah. I just heard that it was good. And then the red, red light, green light come in, and they start mm-hmm. like the first person they shot, right? And he was down. I was like, oh, is is that like a is that is that like a, what do you call that an air gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He didn't see any blood. He just he just fell down, right? Mm. But are they shooting pellet guns at them? So they knock him out to eliminate them. Quotation mark. And then when the blood fest began, I was like, Oh no. my god! When they all start running to the exit, oh yeah. my god, that was hard to that that was uh, like that was tough to watch. So here's here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. That makes sense in next season. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? I I I think you have a well reasoned point, but to push back on that. I'll ask you this. Uh, I referenced the bridge game earlier, right? Where, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. would you say that that there was still the, I, I won't say it's not the same level of shock, but would you still say it was like a relatively like high level of shock? Even though you knew what the game was, there was still like a level of shock or were you at that point where you like, eh, I've kind of, I've kind of figured out what the plot is. You know, I don't really need to see more of this to know or to be, you know, does that question yeah. make sense, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm excited to know the game. They're probably gonna games in the next season. Yeah, but it's just the initial like. Oh, the initial if, shock. Yeah, that's true. I think that was. If there's something that really stood out with me in this in this showing, so I watched this show in like two days. <laughs> I think it just, yeah. But uh, when I, I think we watched this at the same time, right? Yeah, we did. Because you texted me, you texted me this day after. You were like, "Yeah, I just watched six episodes of Squid Game." I'm like, "So did I." <laughs> the exact same number. No, right? You can just put it down. No, yeah, but no, uh, it was so good. Yeah, I mean, it was just the the one the defining moments for me. I said, "Well, the first one, remember, like when they start shooting people, and then yeah. when they revealed that the old man was all in charge." That was like, yeah. Scene. I guess two mo two highlights for me. Also, I would say also when the the not in the in the game itself, the most like I guess biggest moment. What I was I was really that big emotional thing was the the old man. Remember the the way they did it, the way they orchestrated it. He was like, "This is my house. This looks like my house. My children were here. Yeah, with my son right now. You know the way he did he done that, and he just the way he gave like that last marble. Mm. He was like." 
we're like don't, I don't remember the term like what gangi or whatever. It always belonged to you, right? And he was like, mm-hmm. like you know, what I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like he's willing to sacrifice his life for the main character to live, right? So I was like, so I had all that emotion <laughs> in that. So for me, that was like the most powerful moment. So when they revealed that he was alive and he was the bad guy all along, I was like, fuck that shit. Like, yeah. they, they like my coworker from, from Amazon, right? Yeah. She was like, she was, uh, she was, they were crying. Her and her roommates, they watched it. They were, they were bawling. They were crying when the old man was doing all that. Just as it turned out, he's a fucking total they, prick. They were bawling, man. They were bawling. And then they were like, what? He's the bad guy. <laughs> I will say uh, definitely the first the first episode right where that first because it was especially like when those when you see these people running for the exit and they're just blasted that was yeah. especially like whoa that's this is gonna get intense yeah but it was when uh, he tricked Ali and oh, like you yeah, just that, see the confusion you just see the confusion in Ali's like face and he's just like hey wait hey what I, wait I thought we were being like you know you're just like oh bro. How are you gonna do that to Ali? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, he's vicious, man. I think that's like the scare. I, I don't know. Let me ask you this: Who is like more evil, that guy or the gangster guy? Because that gangster is like straight up, like I'm gonna kill you. I'm, you know, I'm a fucking gangster, right? Well, he's like he wears a suit. You know, he's like super, like yeah. he looks like you would trust him. But then deep behind, <laughs> he's like fucking like vicious. He's a psychopath. You know what I mean? He's uh. This is what I'll say. Uh, yeah. I, the gangster, absolutely, and the reason, and it's it's not even close. One, the gangster chose his life. The gangster, remember, the gangster even orchestrated that uh, attack. I think the second and third night, where he just started shanking people left and right. Yeah. Um. So I, the gangster is definitely way worse. And this guy, what I'll say about this guy, I mean, he, he certainly did some psychotic things, but this is a man who was desperate. Um, yeah. You remember, you know, when he died at the, you know, when he, at the end, he was like, I can't leave with nothing. He was like, because, you know, when he killed, when he killed the North Korean girl, his, his reasoning, and I think he had a good point. He was like, listen, you guys are the majority now. I cannot have you let me go this far and me not get anything out of it. I just can't do it. It was like as many people as I've killed. He killed two people by his own hands. He killed Ali and he killed that painter. And yeah. He shoved. He was just like, yo, dude, I'm not doing this anymore. And he shoved his ass. So it's like, you know, he he was desperate. And that's, you know, his, his, you know, because of his desperation, I can understand why he did the awful shit that he did. Yeah. Still Me awful, too. but like I can it. understand. It might sound weird, but I can't relate to him. You know, I mean, we are in the same situation, right? Yeah. We're, similar we're, enough. Similar enough that I can understand. Yeah. We're accounting. We're living his life and everything, right? But then again, I mean, you know, I probably won't be like, you know, be like him, but in a way, it's like you can, like you said, you can understand him. Like he's doing it for survival, mm-hmm. and he's thinking like an accountant, like as a like a business person. He's thinking, what is the rational thing to do here? Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when he almost like he I mean, he cared with his childhood friend, right? And he was like, I want to help you, don't do the umbrella. But he was like, no, this is. But he was like, he's competition. Yeah, this is like you know, I gotta be heartless, but yeah. he's. Conflict in him, right? But you're right. The gangster is just a piece of shit. The gangster is absolutely—he was a piece of shit from the moment we met him to right to the end. He was a fucking. It's fun. I just thought it's funny that like he's running away from Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I wondered that. I was actually asking. Uh, I was like, I, I was like, I was like, I think that's Tagalog. Yeah, I that's think, the, uh, Yeah, they were speaking in Tagalog. In yeah, that. I, I, was, I was like. I was like, cause I, I was like, I've heard it enough to know, like, not to know, but I've heard it enough to go, huh? I think I've heard that before. So yeah, so when I heard that, I was like, I looked at Lauren and I was like, I think that's is that Tagalog? I think I, I don't know, whatever. I'll ask Sancho about it later. I yeah, just yeah. kind of moved on. Like cursing, they're like, put that out. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. It was like, oh, it's a cameo from Filipinos here. You know? No, they pulled out the random Filipinos. Way off an hour, and we haven't even gotten to. We'll we haven't even got to our second subject, yeah. Another topic after this game tonight, right? Because it's actually going to start go to B-dubs. Oh, true. Yeah, you got to be going soon. Uh, yeah, we yeah but yeah, this is. I think this is this is like a movie review, right? Or show review. Yeah, this is a show review. This is mainly what it is. Show review, existential questions. We got it all this time. Yeah. So, 
listen, if you uh to our to our guests who stayed with us this long, we appreciate you. Because I can tell there were a couple moments there I was rambling. So you stayed through like a soldier. I appreciate anybody who stayed through to the end. Uh, Watch yeah. uh, Squid Games. Watch Squid Games. And all in all, yes, you need to watch Squid Games. It will change you as a person for the yeah. better. Yeah, Probably. but I think, I think we spoiled everything if they haven't seen it. So That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. If you were intending to watch it and to be surprised and enjoy it, well, we've ruined that for you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, if you uh, want to email us to yell at us and call us awful names, you can reach us at publicdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's publicdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com. This has been Ricardo. I appreciate you guys uh, listening with us to this point. All right. This is Sancho. I hope everyone has a wonderful evening. Uh, yeah. Have a wonderful morning, evening. Uh, what's else? Afternoon, right?